to the Bible with Me podcast. This is a podcast that's simply here to help you read your Bible and pray every day. And I am your host, Wendem by Kizenji, and I will be taking you through the Matthew series, which we started. And last time we were talking about, you know, we just went straight into chapter one of the book of Matthew, and we're looking at the genealogy of Jesus. Today we are going into the title that's on my Bible that says Joseph accepts Jesus as his son and that's Matthew chapter 1 from verse 18 to 25 and so if you have your Bible open your you know the page (laughs) if you don't pause grab your Bible and join us as we read I will start This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Jesus. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, (laughs) do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Say what? (laughs) She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place. To fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel. Which means God with us. When Jesus woke up. I mean sorry. When Joseph woke up. He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him. And took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. <laughs> wow. So this story is quite interesting. Um, and I just love us to just go just discuss some, some one or two things here that really are shocking, seem dramatic. Um, and I'd honestly love to know how you'd handle some of the situations that were brought out here in this chapter so this it talks about the fact that if you look at verse 18 um it's talking about so matthew is writing this story from the perspective of joseph because um we're not really seeing mary's side like it's not looking like um the writer is is talking from Mary's point of view but it's more so focused on Joseph here but you can still in your head imagine what Mary was going through as well and I think the other gospel authors Luke and um, Luke and uh, Mark I think they talk about it from Mary's perspective but uh, I think you can confirm that so his mother Mary, this is Jesus' mother, Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. So, 
it's so interesting because when you read the bible it actually clarifies some things or misconceptions that you've probably uh, thought about or believed all your life and it, it somehow um, unravels that like for me I don't know why I always assumed that I knew, I knew the story was they were engaged to be married so in my head it was an engagement so it's if you look at modern day today then it's you know the proposal like going down on one knee <laughs> giving a ring or some sort of sig uh, some sort of symbol of this engagement i don't know what they used to do back then but that's what i had in mind that they were engaged and if you look at society today an engagement can happen or not happen so there are situations where people call off engagements because um you know you've not really really like it's not gone that deep and it's well it's not easy to call off an engagement but it's easier than you know definitely calling off a marriage or yeah but in this story it 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 seemed to me that this engagement that i thought was a bit too deep because why does verse um, 19 talk about uh, joseph divorcing her quietly so yeah i had to go deeper and zoom in into these statements that they're using so i realized that when they say mary was pledged to be married to joseph back then hundreds and thousands of years ago in their culture they i think they were operating under the mosaic law and the mosaic law would this pledge was also called a betrothal i think other other versions of um other versions would say she she was betrothed to be married and so um a betrothal is actually a formal part of the marriage process and you know you know sometimes when you read the bible you kind of try and link it to what happens today so i'm just thinking like a rural show where you've even gone home and see talk to the parents and you know you like it was actually a ceremony and so when i googled um what all this was about bride.com <laughs> yeah bride.com says that a betrothal is a ceremony in which a couple pledges to marry one another on a specified date the agreement is morally binding so this guy said it say it's morally binding but i also you know from my further readings realize that it's also legally binding um so yeah so it's legally binding and even if you go on reading just more about this you realize that yes the families have actually met and more so had an agreement they've agreed on a date and you know it's it's almost you've committed to each other you're you're literally married because even i i mean i stopped to ask why are they calling joseph his husband i mean her husband because um verse 19 says because joseph her husband was faithful to the law so i'm like hold up why are they 
calling him husband so literally you are practically married it was just like um one i i guess it was just like a very small part of of the process that hadn't been completed but you are basically known to belong to um so mary was known to belong to joseph she was pledged to him and hence she was with his wife and joseph was her husband and uh i think the only thing maybe that was left was probably the confirmation of the marriage yeah so so that was interest a very interesting discovery for me and something else that you know i had to really um you know just just wonder why joseph had to divorce her quietly i mean initially i was just like okay yeah maybe he just didn't want so much drama or you know i mean you know a divorce isn't fun i i don't know and i wouldn't want to know but i can imagine it it's quite it could be i mean it's very uh draining and everything and that's the mindset that i had but when you go to deuteronomy chapter 22 verse 13 to 24 so these guys as i said earlier lived under the mosaic law and whoa some of these laws were quite ruthless and tough and you just shouldn't have joked and i guess the point was just to make sure you know these people are living uprightly so verse 13 deuteronomy chapter 22 verse 13 if a man takes a wife and after sleeping with her dislikes her and slanders her and gives her a bad name saying i married this woman but when i approached her i did not find proof of her virginity then the young woman's father and mother shall bring to the town elders at the gate pro- gate to pro- prove that she was a virgin elders at the gate prove that she was a virgin is that a typo in my bible yeah, okay. her father will say to the elders i gave my daughter in marriage to this man but he dislikes her now he has slandered her and said i did not find your daughter to be a virgin but here is the proof of my daughter's virginity you guys just picture that happening like really really then her parents shall display the cloth before the elders of the town i don't know if you're like me right now but i'm really questioning how that cloth i mean do they now force her to be in bed with somebody else so that i don't know anyway then her parents shall display the cloth before the elders of the town and the elders shall take the man and punish him they shall find him a hundred shekels of silver and give them to the young woman's father because this man has given an israelite virgin a bad name she shall continue to be his wife he must not divorce her as long as he lives and this also explained to me why it was very important i guess for mary to be a virgin because they held 
a virgin woman um, very highly and it should be the case to date so um, if however the charge is true I'm, on, I'm reading verse 20 if however the charge is true and no proof of the young woman's virginity can be found she shall be brought to the door of her father's house and there the men of her town shall stone her to death she has done an outrageous thing in Israel by being promiscuous while still in her father's house you must purge the evil from among you and I just wanted to continue further so that you just get a picture of what used to happen so if a, fa- if a man is found sleeping with another man's wife both the man who slept with her and the woman must die you must purge the evil from Israel if a man verse 23 if a, if a man happens to meet in a town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her we shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death the young woman because she was in a town and did not scream for help i guess insinuating that probably the man forced her and the man because he violated another man's wife and the man because he violated another man's wife you must purge the evil from among you so joseph is thinking my wife has slept with somebody else and because it uh, indicates that verse 19 says because now we're back in matthew verse 19 because joseph her husband was faithful to the law so this guy knew the law on the fingertips and he followed it um, to the t is my assumption but because he's caught in a rock and a hard place he has the law that he he's faithful to but here is this woman that he loves so much he didn't want to expose her he didn't want her to go through it's not just public disgrace it's actually death she could have been stoned to death or you know all these uh, things that they that in, were indicated in Deuteronomy so he wanted to divorce her quietly which the divorce aspect is also another um, aspect of the mosaic law that he found you know your wife someone to you know have slept with somebody else then you give her a certificate of divorce so that really brought some shed some light for me and i mean i don't know why but they should use joseph also as an exemplary husband a man who follows the law but still you know he was compassionate towards his wife didn't want to disgrace her didn't want her to go through this madness of being stoned to death um and god knows what else because you can imagine the the rage that are norm- you know the natural response of you finding out that the person you're betrothed to <laughs> is pregnant what he must have gone through so many emotions and why i'm also you know so many emotions why i'm really touching on that is because i really wonder what he felt when in verse 20 
he is now having this dream where an angel appears to him in a, and says that his wife is you know has uh, has conceived a child through the holy spirit i don't know what he felt when he woke up because he must have really wrestled with this if you think about you as a person um you're first of all in this situation where you were you you knew you're getting married in fact you you're literally married you're just probably making the final plans for you moving together and start your lives together then um if it's a if you're a woman then your man makes somebody else pregnant if you're a man your your wife is pregnant I mean so you're going through all these emotions of what how how could she when you go to bed and then have this dream don't you think you'd probably wake up and and start telling you as in really why are you making excuses for this person this person has obviously you know slept with somebody else why are you making excuses like i keep wondering whether joseph immediately was like yes <laughs> you know this is true lord uh, this is this angel who appeared to me this is not a crazy dream you know how many times you wake up from a dream and you're just like what sort of dream was that one minute you're here talking to someone then the next the person you're talking to is no longer a person you know how dreams can be crazy so i'm just wondering what joseph was going through uh, during this time i don't think it was easy for him but what i really uh, i'm pulling out from from this this story is just the fact that um, if you go to verse uh, 24 it says that when Joseph woke up he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife and I'm like wow I mean naturally you would really wrestle with it as I I was as I was discussing with you but Joseph woke up and he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him I I take two things from Joseph here I take that he had he is activating his faith and trust in God his faith trust and hope in God you know I I I can't understand this I, you know the the normal explanation in the human eyes would be that this woman obviously slept with somebody else but here is are you God telling me that she has conceived uh, by the Holy Spirit then I will do as you say Lord I will take her as my wife I trust you God I I will be obedient to you I will be obedient to your instructions So it's faith, hope, and trust. I feel like he's really activating his faith in God um, and the the trust in in God. And also, it's clearly obedience. There's no questioning. There's no doubting. It clearly says that he, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded. So for me um, and for you, my question is just how often... um, do we hear from god and do as he says or how often do we read the word of god and practice it as it says 
you know and practice and trust god even if it seems you know crazy to maybe obey something that he's told us to do you're in a tough situation and you're like really god you really want me to go this direction this is how you want me to do to to do this this is what you want me to say you know how many times do we wrestle with god's instructions um how many times do we doubt his faithfulness how many times do we you know do we want to to be sure that he's going to to help us get to where we probably want to to get to or how often do we like we we usually want the clear picture like if god tells you um gives you an instruction like i'm gonna give an example of me starting this podcast (laughs) and when the fear and the doubt and and the uncertainties and the self-doubt and you know i want god to show me that this thing will probably mean something to somebody but no joseph didn't wait for to know whether how the future will look for him he he in that moment trusted that whatever was going to be ahead of him and his wife god has has it covered and that's my uh you know take out from this section obedience trust um just taking god's word as it is without question without doubt um and just following through so i hope that this can mean something for you in whatever situation you are in and um that you will be able to just trust the 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 hand of god or trust the the, what god has planned for you all right thank you for tuning in um i look forward to having you back next time because we'll be going into chapter two see you then